Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to the uh, Real Estate Mortgage Show. I just wanted to uh, kind of give you a real quick uh, episode today. Actually, I've come across this article now a couple of times. Apparently, there is some Toronto-based developer according to the Globe and Mail, that is looking to buy a billion dollars worth of single-family homes. Apparently, they're concentrating on uh, London, Hamilton, Barrie, uh, Peterborough, Kingston, Guelph, and Cambridge. And I guess the objective here is to buy a billion dollars worth of real estate and um, convert these single-family homes into rental properties. Obviously, this is causing a bit of a concern and some controversy with regards to, you know, an an already overheated market. What is this going to do when you've got, you know, big players coming into the market like this? Well, you know, the bad news is is the big players are already here. Um, And big players, when I say big players, there's a lot of little players, which, you know, if you stack them up on top of each other, they make a very big player. I'd say probably 30% of the houses and single family homes these days tend to be landing in the home in the hands of uh, investors anyway. So, you know, you got a guy walking around with a billion dollars in his jeans looking to expand his portfolio. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's unfortunate. You know, that's playing out. But, you know, really in the grand scheme of things, you know, that's free enterprise and that's the way our market works. I, you know, I think instead of blaming somebody to come in and buy that much real estate, we should probably be blaming, you know, the powers that be that make land development so difficult, uh, who, uh, you know, in my eyes are the ones that caused this whole, you know, market problem in terms of inventory shortages and that sort of thing. Now, the one thing that I thought I thought was kind of funny <clears throat> that I thought was kind of funny with regards to this element was apparently they reached out to this uh, developer and uh, apparently they have reassured, um, you know, they've tried to give some reassurance saying that they will not be competing in multiple offer situations, so they will not be responsible for driving up prices. Well, I found that kind of funny because, first of all, I, I can't remember the last time I saw a property sell on a, you know, that wasn't in a multiple offer situation. And like I tell the buyers that I'm working with, you know, if you're looking to buy a house, but you don't want to compete, what you're simply telling me is you want to buy a house that nobody else wants. So I don't think that these developers are being, uh, you know, forthright in terms of how honest they're being, uh, because realistically, if they're going to buy uh, single family homes, which are obviously being sought after, they're going to be competing and there's no way they're going to get around it. The only way they're not going to be competing is perhaps getting into a new housing situation where, you know, these days it seems to be almost like a lottery to buy one of those homes. Uh, They call it uh, the selective or a selection process and a random selection process, which is simply, you know, another fancy way of saying a lottery. So if they're not going to compete in the resale market, they're simply going to, you know, put uh, positions in place where they're going to be buying uh, new homes up in droves. I've even heard in some cases uh, there are realtors that are actually taking positions of these new, these single family properties or these brand new homes. They get these homes uh, under contract and then they assign them for 10, 20, 30, 50, $100,000. They're making more money assigning contracts than they are actually 
selling houses. So, I mean, you're not going to get around this problem until the inventory issue is dealt with. And the inventory issue can be dealt with, obviously, in a couple of different ways. There's no fast solution to this, but uh, obviously is to, uh, you know, take the red tape out of land development and or uh, increase the amount of rental properties that are available. Give some incentives to these builders to build multi-residential properties. Take away some of the goofy laws that are attached to, you know, uh, tenancy issues. Because let's face it, a lot of these landlords, a lot of these people that are looking to invest in this type of thing, let's face it, the, the deck is stacked in favor of the tenant. So why would they want to get involved in, in uh, any kind of rental project? Make the laws more fair to both landlords and tenants and uh, give them some incentives to build buildings. That way you're going to increase the housing. You're going to give people a place to live. And when you do that, you might even put the market in a situation where it's cheaper to rent than to buy. And then that could very well put pressure on prices. That's just my two cents. Uh, hope uh, you have a great weekend. And if you have any questions about real estate or mortgages, feel free to call us 519-240-0360. Talk to you later and I hope you have a great day. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend.